everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to do a little bit of a follow-up to a podcast I did a couple days ago, um, where I said some things that basically were references to like feelings of hopelessness, and how I mentioned that I basically said I thought I would be alone for the rest of my life outside of a few friends and relatives. Um, But I wanted to follow up on that and I wanted to point out some reasons why my past relationships have not worked because I think that it all stems from complex PTSD. I think it, it all stems to the triggers and the sensitivities and I just wanted to mention them because maybe you'll relate to them and then you'll know that you're not the only one who has this issue because I kind of wish there was a podcast or I actually don't listen to podcasts, but maybe a YouTube channel or a show that talks about why I think relationships can be really hard for people who have been through trauma. Um, so I'm just going to mention a few and then I'm going to mention other things that relate to them. Um, and by the way, um, I work odd hours today and I have that money class tomorrow after work. And then Wednesday I have a class all day long about sleep. I'm taking a class on sleep. Um, and then, and it's a really long class. So I won't be doing a podcast till probably the weekend, like Saturday. But I wanted to do, just share these little points because I was thinking about them because they're things I really don't think about unless it's happening in a relationship. And I haven't been in a relationship for so long. I think the last time I was in a relationship, I was like 23. And the reason that relationship ended is one of these points that I'm going to mention. Um, And a lot of this basically is summed up by not being able to communicate effectively. That's what this falls into. Um, But the first one, so one thing that really basically always happens to me when I'm dating someone, the other person will be short with me. And what I mean by that is someone, um, it actually relates to kind of the undermining, but it's also kind of a condescending thing. But if somebody is short with me, um, I think that that's a trigger. Or if they try to like make you look stupid or something, it kind of falls into that same zone. But I think that's the trigger for that, what I believe is that incompetence feeling. The, The feeling that stems from all that stress that messed up your ability to focus when you were growing up. So if someone's short with me, you know, they're, it's almost like they're saying, well, don't you know this, you know, or they kind of look at you like you're an idiot. Um, but that's, that's a big one that always happens to me whenever I try to date someone or they'll look at me like, don't you know this? Or like, you're really oblivious. Um, I, I get that a lot when I've dated people. Another thing that I do, and I honestly, truly, genuinely don't mean to do this, but I always offend people. Um, and I don't know if they think that I'm saying things that are rude or they, they're they just, um, I just say things and I don't even know that it sounds offensive and they'll, they'll like, you know, want to ghost you or something. Um, and, and I'm not trying to blame one of the people that created my complex PTSD, one of the people, you know, a person that I was growing up with, but 
I sometimes think that maybe I speak the way they speak, the narcissists that I grew up with. You know, and I, whenever I wrote my play, I even put in the play, because the play was about the abuse I went through, um, I even put at the end of the play, it was the character portraying me, his name was Alex, and he's talking to his therapist, and he's, he tells his therapist, I'm worried I'm going to turn into the narcissist. And the therapist was like, I don't think you're a narcissist, Alex. And that's because my therapist actually said that to me. They're like, I don't think you're a narcissist. But to be quite honest, I, I almost feel like I have qualities that are narcissistic. And sometimes I think maybe doing this podcast is an example of that. Like I'm talking about myself all the time. Um, but therapist said I'm not, so I don't know. Um, but that was another one is I offend people and I... I really have to watch what I say. I'm, I'm careful like every single day when I'm around people to make sure I don't sound rude. Um, I don't sound negative. So when I did that podcast the other day and I was saying things that I don't think I'll ever marry or have kids and I feel useless sometimes and what is all this about? That's negative. And that's really the way I see things a lot. And I really try every single day not to. And it's, it's really, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot of thinking. It's tiresome. And I think a lot of that was a big reason why over the years I've drank so much because it just, just to numb it all, but that really leads to bad stuff. Um, and also gossip falls into that rudeness category. Um, the gossip is, is a very toxic thing if you hang around gossipy people. And then the other point, um, falling in line with other person will be short with me or they'll get offended. Um, I'll always get looks, or I guess you could say, the other person will kind of give me a feeling that I'm not aware of how I come across to others. And I think they're right. And someone I've grown up with my whole life who, um, they're really good about pointing that out because they care about me. But I'll just, I'll be living a certain type of way where maybe I'm neglecting myself. And they'll point out, like, you know, kind of point out that it, it's not healthy, um, I guess you could say. And what really works for me in relation to that is humor. So if someone uses humor to point out, um, almost like they're mocking you, but in a, in a friendly way, um, if they use humor to show that to me, it really, it's very effective. It works really well. Um, and I was actually reading a book recently Um it was a book about criminals who got caught and it was a it was a comedian's book and they were making fun of how stupid these criminals were and that is very um that resonates because that type of humor is like they're just pointing out like you know dumb dumb you know this obviously wasn't going to work your plan wasn't going to work but that type of humor is what i'm talking about um like when someone's just kind of really honest about something and I think the reason that I also tend to be that way, and this is going back to um, when I was growing up, my the people that abused me, one was the narcissist, and the other one was kind of the enabler, and the enabler is always in denial, lots and lots of denial. And when you grow up in a house that has denial, you don't have anybody saying to you in any humorous way, something's wrong here, unless it's like, for me, it happened to be a teacher. So a teacher pointed out something's wrong here. Um, but there's no one saying that. So it's almost like a foreign language. So once someone steps in and says, they point out with a humorous tone, 
something's really wrong here. This isn't going to work. Um, I think that's where that comes from because in reality, I, I still live kind of in an environment that is a little bit similar to how I grew up, even though I, I try not to. Um, I think I still live that way. But these three points, um, people being short with me, getting offended, and kind of just treating being like, you know, you're oblivious to things. Um, those are three of the biggest reasons why relationships don't work. Um, they just don't. And I, I personally, and I, again, I don't want to sound negative. I just think in my case, it will never work. Um, because I don't think unless there's just some perfect person out there who knows how to speak this language, um, it's, I don't think that they would want to, um, spend their time going about this every single day. Like, you know, it's how I am. So I just don't think most people I would say don't have patience for that or would just be like, you're on your own, buddy. You know, I think they would, that's, that's usually what people say is, you know, this just isn't going to work out. Um, and it's, I mean, I think it's not really the worst thing in the world to be single forever because there's lots of divorces out there. And, you know, it's, it doesn't mean I don't have companionship from time to time. Like I definitely have people in my life who I guess you could call companions, but I, I don't date people. Um, but it just is what it is. But I just wanted to point out why relationships don't work because maybe that's why your relationships don't work and that doesn't mean that it would never work out for you either I'm just saying in my situation um, I'm also very picky about certain things and just kind of having my own space and that's something else that at times that's my biggest reminder of why um, I don't think a relationship would work but Again, I just wanted to mention these points, and it doesn't mean that it wouldn't work for you. Um, if you also have complex PTSD, you may be married or dating people anyway. Um, but for me, this is those are the biggest reasons. Um, I hope everybody has a good day. And again, I won't do another podcast for a while because I've been a little bit just busier than normal and um, other things going on. So this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.